Good morning. It's the 5th of March 2021. Welcome to the news around Uganda. I'm Lydia Lakwonyero. We have an update on the missing persons list. The Minister of Internal Affairs, General JJ Odon, has presented to Parliament a list of 177 people that are in custody but had been reported as missing by their relatives. The list shows the person, the date the person was arrested, the place he was arrested from, and where he is being detained. The minister informed parliament that some people were arrested for participating in riots, others were in possession of military stores, while others were involved in planning post-election violence. General Don informed the public that a copy of the list is at police headquarters and they can go there for advice on how to visit their loved ones. Most of the missing persons are being kept in Machindie. the minister said there are 43 persons arrested for participating in riot this must be taken into consideration bearing in mind that earlier police had had released the list of 800 plus people who had been arrested on this same matter 156 were arrested because they were found in possession of military stores Members of parliament however expressed dissatisfaction with the list tabled by the minister with some claiming that there are still people who are missing but not on the list read by the minister which prompted general don to ask them to report such cases so that they can investigate them So if I can get those additional concerns and complaints I'll be very happy to follow them up like indeed honorable puga has done he has laid here and a list of 436 names i am glad to receive it i am going to go through our system i will establish whether indeed we can establish where these individuals are and i will be happy to come back here to report again moving on The Chief Justice Alphonse Owindolo has directed the Law Council to issue practicing certificates to lawyers representing NUP leader Robert Chagulanyi Sentamu if they fulfill the necessary requirements. Chagulanyi's lawyers led by Medat Segona told court that the grace period of 2 months expired on 1st March before the council issued them with new certificates. Segona said the affected lawyers include himself, Samuel Muizi and Abubekar Sekanjako. and i think the law council considering the numbers is still processing the same the period of grace has since expired with the passing of the month of february and unfortunately by the time the matter was fixed they had not renewed our certificates ready to begin i thought it is professional enough to raise it for your guidance and directions it is not in our practice to operate outside the law but we also cognizant of the fact that this matter requires an expeditious resolution may you find the pleasure allots in gui- guiding us i thank you my lord chief justice alphonse owindolo directed the chief registrar of the high court to issue the certificates to chagulanyi's lawyers on condition that they have fulfilled the requirements or issue a temporarily practicing certificate valid until the 18th of march this year Uh, attorney, this is the position of court. We think it would be unfair to the petitioner applicant to seek to bend the law. We would want to accommodate him, yes, but but we even in using our inherent power which which is conferred on us, the proper thing we'll do 
which is the, which is the directive we are giving, we give you up to five o'clock today to obtain practicing certificate. And we're making it easy for you in case you are not yet done the other things which are required. I'm directing the chief registrar to give you temporary practicing certificate that will expire on the 18th of this month for purposes of prosecuting this petition so that the petitioner is not disadvantaged. We will resume tomorrow 9.30 in the morning. Let's see how the government is making moves on housing. Parliament has cleared the Real Estate Agent Bill 2020 to go to the Physical Infrastructure Committee for scrutiny. The bill tabled by the West Budama North Member of Parliament, Richard Otieno Okoth, seeks to streamline and regulate the real estate sector. Otieno says that most real estate agents make money through commission for services rendered, but their work is unregulated. The bill has been cleared for processing after the Ministry of Finance failed to give Othieno a certificate of financial implication, which is a requirement for every private member's bill before it is processed by Parliament. So that the certificate is deemed to have been issued from the date of request since 60 days, mandatory, mandatory 60 days provided by the law has since elapsed and the minister has failed to fulfill his obligation. This one, that's right, Mr. Speaker, I therefore beg to move that a bill entitled the Real Estate Agents Bill 2020-21 be read the first time. I beg to move. The Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Jacob Olanya, sent the bill to the Committee of Physical Infrastructure and urged them to urgently process it as the 10th Parliament has remained with limited time. It now stands therefore referred to the appropriate committee of uh, physical infrastructure for expeditious handling and you know that the timelines are changing rapidly. We need to act on it. Uh, committee chairperson, please act on this if it were possible. Uh, by, end of, uh, by end of April we should be processing this bill so that we can have it to the benefit of those who are affected by this. Still on Parliament, the Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Jacob Ulanya, has directed the Minister of Finance to ensure that all the ministerial policy statements are before Parliament by the 15th of this month so that the House can urgently process the budget before their tenure expires. Ulanya says that the budget cycle is going to be cut short by two weeks as the 11th Parliament is expected to start its work by 20th of May and says that Parliament must pass the budget by the 15th of May. Ulanya says unfortunately they cannot push the budget process to the next Parliament as it will be hard for them to process the budget that has partly been handled by the former Parliament. Ulanya now wants all policy statements in Parliament by the 15th of March and the opposition should table the alternative policy statements by the 29th of March. Under the Public Finance Management Act, Parliament is required to pass the national budget by the 31st of May every year. All the reports from the committees and the budget committee and adopt everything that requires to be adopted, including also the appropriation bill. All this we must do by 15th or latest, yeah, by 15th of, 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 of May. That means we have a whole two weeks less window left for us to, 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 to finish this business. The Minister of State for Planning, David Bahati, promised to abide by the directives and will not wait for the deadline. I want to say that, uh, uh, Mr. Speaker, we are committing that we shall do better than we did last financial year. Thank you. And uh, we are going to start, no, no, receiving, no, 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 we are going to start receiving them next week. Uh, next week, we don't have to wait for 15th. 
Let's see what's happening in court. Buganda Road Court has stayed hearing of criminal proceedings against Pastor Franklin Mondo Mugisha pending his arrest. Mondo, who is currently facing charges of defrauding over 4.5 billion shillings with fellow pastor Siraj Semanda from believers in a state house scholarship and overseas employment scam, has been on a warrant of arrest since February last month. Mondo was reported to have traveled to South Africa for COVID-19 treatment. Today, when the case came up for mention, prosecution asked presiding magistrate Gladys Kamasanyu to strike off Mondo's name from the charge sheet and stay all proceedings against him until when he will be arrested. This has left the charge sheet with only two accused persons, that is Pastor Siraj and city lawyer Jimmy Arinaitwe. Meanwhile, the DPP has slapped 50 new charges of fraud against Pastor Siraj. The files have been distributed to different courts including Luero, Tororo, Lira and Kampala. Moving on, the Chira Municipality Member of Parliament Ibrahim Semujung Nganda has tasked the government to explain the discriminative treatment of the family of the late former President Idi Amin Dada. Semuju says that he recently met with Madina Amin, the wife of the late Idi Amin Dada, at one of the hospitals, and he was surprised that she could not clear a hospital bill, which he says was very embarrassing. Semuju says that all of former presidents and their families under the Presidential Emolument Act are entitled to receive funds from government and wonders why this one has been left out. He says he wants the government to come to the aid of the former First Lady and for the Ministry of Internal Affairs to explain the discriminative implementation of the Presidential Emolument Act. The agenda matter is for government to go and help her before this country gets embarrassed that uh, a wife of a former president cannot pay bills. The substantive issues for which government should come here and explain is why is this former First Lady and the Idi Amin family are being treated differently. The family of late President Milton Obote, their houses were returned and also under the Presidential Emoluments Act they get the entitlement. The government chief whip, Ruth Nankabidwa, promised to pursue the matter. But the urgent matter of picking the bills does not need consultations. The president has been helping people and I am standing here to commit myself to pursue this very urgent matter to make sure that Mama Madina is assisted. Meanwhile, an outbreak of African swine fever has been confirmed in the three sub-counties in Soroti district. The veterinary department in Soroti has affirmed that the disease has killed more than 50 pigs since its outbreak in Soroti and Kamuda sub-counties last month. Dr. Patrick Eyudu, the Soroti district production officer, says the latest outbreak was reported in Taboo sub-county. Dr. Eyudu attributes the outbreak to the release of pigs during this dry season because the disease is transmitted by contact. He explains that the African swine fever is a viral disease that has no vaccine or treatment and isolating animals is the only solution. Dr. Yudu is worried that the disease might spread because some farmers don't abide by the veterinary pieces of advice. Release the pigs and so they get a problem. The virus disease, there is no treatment. 
So the only thing people, people, everybody has big confines because it is transmitted by contact, not by. So it means it goes and gets in touch with the sick ones. So that's the message we are giving the farmers. It is confined your pigs, and uh, when there is an outbreak in that area, the chances are very high that they get infected and die. There is no treatment. There is no vaccine for prevention. The only prevention is isolation. Keep you as far away from others. Keep them confined. The last time we tried to test was. Uh, Last week, there were over 50. So that was in uh, in Sorosisab County and, and a bit of Kamgan. So by now, if you have reached to then the number should be higher. My worry is that it is likely to continue because uh, some people hear it to the advice, others don't. They, and if the thing is by contact, that's the biggest problem. James Alanyo, the vice LC3 chairperson for Taboo Sub-County, notes that over 30 pigs are dying daily due to the African swine fever in his area, forcing a sharp drop in the prices of pork. A kilo of pork is now selling at 6,000 shillings, down from 10,000 shillings in Ekasi Market and Ogesek Trading Center. Alanyo urges the communities to destroy the carcasses of the dead pigs because eating it will lead to the spread of the disease for other animals. He appeals to the agricultural extension workers to be closer to the farmers so that such problems are addressed immediately. That the challenge I have in my parish, as Obule Parish, is the outbreak of swine fever, which has uh, led to a loss of many animals, the pigs. Uh, we, we as stakeholders have tried to advise farmers at least to destroy the, the carcass of the, of the dead animals, because it can again affect ones which are healthy. And we suspect it's because of this excessive heat, which has caused the, the outbreak of swine fever in, in, in the area. Kilo of pork just dropped to six thousand shillings. Half kilo is three thousand. You go walk away with me. Initially, it was ten thousand. Could go even to twelve. They sell them in marketplaces and centers. Let's see what's happening in the northern region. Conservationists in the West Nile region have appealed to the Uganda Wildlife Authority to translocate some of the white rhinos at Ziwa Sanctuary in Nakasongola to a Jai Game Reserve, which was originally their habitat. The leaders made the call as the world marked World Wildlife Day on Wednesday under the theme Forests and Livelihoods, Sustaining People and the Planet. They argue that a giant game reserve in Madiokolo is still a suitable natural habitat for the white rhinos compared to Ziwa Sanctuary. Ambassador Harold Achema, a retired diplomat, says a giant game reserve has lost its identity ever since the white rhinos were relocated to Ziwa, adding that West Nile has also lost a lot of revenue from tourism. He urges the line ministry to restock white rhinos in Ajayi Game Reserve while recruiting enough rangers to limit poaching. West Nile was the only area in Uganda where they had white rhinos. That is what is attract tourists in Uganda. And all the tourists who know Africa well know that if you want to white rhino, you come to West Nile and Ajayi, where they originated from. They can keep some wherever they are now, but they should bring some here to come and multiply in Ajayi. Because this was one of the major countries, but they just need more vigilance in terms of preventing poaching. But if the ministry responsible can put pressure to ensure that poaching is stopped, these animals will be safe. And then will attract more visitors. It will also translate into economic benefits for people in the area. The executive director of Isara Memorial Community Library, a tourist site, says since the region is fast-tracking the revitalization of the tourism sector, there's need to bring young species of the white rhinos to Ajay Game Reserve. If it is true, they were transferred and they are still existing. We need to relocate them back to their original place because the, this was the natural environment where they were first 
own. They can multiply faster than their original environment. But once they are transferred, I'm very sure the multiplication is very, very slow. And uh, look for all those items which belong to Westland storage inside. Let them be brought back so that Westland can also benefit from the income realized from tourism. Otherwise, we are now looking at opening Westland afresh. The white rhinos were last seen at the Ajay Wildlife Sanctuary in 1983. With that story, we come to the end of the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakwonyero. See you tomorrow, same time.